Welcome, library friends, to the Silverton Library Connection podcast, where pages turn, stories unfold, and community bonds grow stronger. I'm your host, Misty Anderson. Join me as we dive into the world of books, explore the heart of our library, and uncover the pulse of our town's happenings. This is the Silverton Library Connection podcast. Get ready to be inspired, informed, and entertained. Good morning, library friends. Welcome to another episode of the Silverton Library Connection podcast. I'm your host, Misty Anderson, and the library director here at Silverton Public Library, and I am super glad you joined us today. We have a really fun episode all about good holiday books. So here's how this started. So for me, I, well, I love holidays. I love all holidays. I don't really discriminate against my holidays. And Halloween is a really big holiday for my family. Um, And we go all out and we have a ton of fun. And so November for me is a really quiet, reflective month. And I love holidays that don't require a lot and are centered around food. And that is Thanksgiving. So once Halloween is over, From a book perspective, I jump right in November 1st to holiday books. And that can be books that are romance. They can be kind of scary. Um, And so we've got a gamut of good books here today to discuss with you. So I'm really excited. So the first one I wanted to start with, um, and also let's make a disclaimer. Some of these are holiday Hallmark greeting card movie type books, right? The girl is working too much and she goes to the country in Vermont, those sort of things. And they're kind of cheesy, but so good writers out there are really turning these into powerful stories that make you remember the holiday spirit. And so the first one I want to start with is by Kristen Hanna. It's called Comfort and Joy. So the girl in the book, her name is Joy, and she's really into Christmas, and she finds herself at this crossroads in her life, and she's divorced and alone, and so without telling anyone, which I think is the awesome part of the book, she buys a ticket and boards a plane for the Pacific Northwest, and I won't spoil anything today, but an unexpected detour takes her deep into the woods, and she ends up meeting this six-year-old boy who has is experiencing his first Christmas without a mother. And these two form this very deep and powerful bond. And in helping Bobby, this little boy, Joy kind of gets help herself. And so it's just a really beautiful story set in the woods of the Olympic rainforest, which is really cool. And Kristen Hanna really delivers, in my opinion. Um, I think it is kind of a modern day fairy tale um, of a woman who gets this second chance at happiness. So really beautiful read. The next book we're going to discuss is Actually, I just read this. I just finished reading it the other day, and it's called The Christmas Bookstore. So, duh. Or, I'm sorry, The Christmas Bookshop, because it's um, it takes place in Scotland, which I love. I love unique settings that I wouldn't otherwise go to, um, and it's so perfect for the holidays. So, 
basically this girl, her name's Carmen. She's laid off from her job. She doesn't have any prospects for any love in her life, no jobs. And so her mom convinces her to go and stay with her sister and take this job that her sister is going to get for her at this bookshop. And her sister's name is Sophia, and she's like the perfect child. She has the perfect house and the perfect kids, and she's got a baby on the way. And so Carmen's really prickly with her. And so these two, it's kind of a, a background sister story, which I love as well. Um, and so Carmen's thrown into this inner workings of this bookshop with this older man named Mr. McCready. And um, it takes place in this very historic town and it's very disorganized, but undeniably charming. And so basically the question is, can she breathe some new life into this Christmas shop so that Mr. McCready won't lose his business? And of course, it's, you know, it's like a Hallmark book. Everything reads and ends up happily ever after which I love so um I would highly recommend it it's a really Jenny Colgan is her name and she writes a lot of really wonderful stories about bookshops and bookstores and I just really enjoyed it um, I would definitely say for me as a holiday book it was five stars um so there's you a five star one Okay, the next one we're going to talk about is Royal Holiday. Oh my gosh, you guys, I really liked this book. It is a romance, so if it were going to be on TV, it would be a rom-com. But it's not your typical holiday book, in my opinion. So basically, this woman, her name's Vivian. She's never been out of the country. She's works all the time as a social worker, and she's in her 50s. Divorced, it's just her at home. So her daughter, Maddie... Um, asks her to tag along on a work trip to England because she's going to style the Duchess. So they never use Kate's name in the book, but they refer to her and William very much. So it's pretty cool that this girl is going over there to style the Duchess. And so she invites her mom to come, Vivian, and they go over and they're staying at this beautiful private residence of the Duchess and the Dutch family, which are the Duke's family. And so beautiful. And one day she's just out walking around on the property and she meets this man, tall, dark, and handsome Malcolm. And um, he is actually the private secretary to the queen. So I won't give anything away, but in the book, she actually gets to meet the queen, which is pretty cool. And they kind of form this fling and she finds herself getting a kiss under the mistletoe. But they have this ticking, you know, timer on their holiday romance. And so, and they seem like they're totally fine with, they're going to be responsible adults and they're going to end their short steamy affair come New Year's Day. But can they? So it's a really good book. It's um, got a lot of uh, good, just, just really good writing. And the story's beautiful and I would highly recommend it. I don't know... If I would say it's a five, but it's probably pretty close in regards to Christmas books or holiday books. Okay, next book on our list is a book by Pamela Kelly. If you've never heard of Pamela Kelly, I would highly recommend her as someone who can. She writes um, about Nantucket. I don't know if you are obsessed with Nantucket like me, but I love Nantucket. I love books that take place there. 
And so um, this book starts off, it's called The Nantucket White Christmas by Pamela Kelly. And so Angela is basically this girl who was born on Christmas and she's always hated the holiday. Everything bad seems to happen to her and this year is no exception and she gets evicted and fired on the same day in December. And she was living and working in San Francisco. And so now she's like, what am I going to do? So her only family is Sam, who's older. And she says, why don't you come and stay with me in Nantucket? And the next thing you know, they're going to stay there. Supposedly for a temporary visit. But as these things twist and turn, the next thing she knows, it's... She's met this family and friends, and she begins to kind of question where home really is. One of the reasons I love this book is because there's so many times in our lives that you just feel like you want to pick up and start over, you know? And this is kind of one of those books, and it's a beautiful story about how really scary things sometimes end up being exactly what we need. And I know there's probably people here in Silverton that totally get that, and maybe they ran to Silverton. Um, just like she's running to Nantucket. Um, all right, let's change gears a little bit and let's talk about um, some suspenseful ones. So I had a hard time whenever I used to read like a lot of very intense books. Um, and then during the holidays, I wouldn't really read anything like that. I would stick to just like homework movie type books. But in the last couple of years, I've gotten around to really reading some thrillers, and I really like this one. So this is by Lucy Foley. It's called The Hunting Party. And so basically during Christmas break, a group of friends get together. It takes place in, well, they're from Oxford, and they meet um, for New Year's. And this is a vacation they've always been doing, and it takes place in the Scottish Highlands, and it's the perfect place to get away and unwind. So the trip begins easy enough. It's very stunning. There's champagne. They've got a crackling fire. But slowly, they start to see that after a decade of the, being friends, the weight of the secret resentments have grown like too heavy for the group's nostalgia to bear. And so against the, you know, boisterous things that are going on with New Year's Eve, the cords that are holding them together snap just as a historic blizzard seals the lodge off from the outside world. So then, two days later on New Year's Day, one of them is dead, and another of them did it. And so it's kind of like the old adage, like, keep your friends close, but how close is too close? Anyway, it's a very, very good book. Lucy Foley is amazing in general, um, and so I would definitely recommend her, like, just all of her books, <laughs> um, but I really enjoyed this one at Christmas. So the next one that we're going to talk about is The Christmas Murder Game, which is like, okay, that sounds pretty fun, right? So I loved this book. This is kind of like Agatha Christie meets Clue, and it's tense, and it takes place in this manner. So the thing is, the annual Christmas game, that's what they call it, is going on at the Edmund house. So that is this family's really grand family home. And this year, the prize is deeds to the house itself. 
But the girl in the book, Lily, has no intention of ever going back to this house. She hasn't been to the manor since her mother died 20 years ago, and she has no intentions of claiming the house that haunts her. So until she receives a letter from her aunt promising that the game's riddles will give her the key to not only the house and the manor, but to its darkest secrets, and it will identify the identity of her mother's murder. So now Lily must compete with her estranged cousin for the 12 days of Christmas. And so it's crazy. The snow is there. The phone lines are down. No one's getting in and out. And Lily has to keep her wits about her because not everybody's playing fair. And there's no telling how many will die before the winner is declared. It is good, you guys. It's um, It came out in 2022, and I just read it recently. And I it's up there as one of my faves. Um. Let's talk lastly about a humorous book called Skipping Christmas. And this book is written by none other than John Grisham. But it's a funny book. So let me give you the download on this. So imagine if you had a year without Christmas. No malls, no office parties, no fruitcakes, no unwanted presents. So this is basically Luther and Nora in the book and they don't they're just sick of Christmas and so they decide that just this one year they're going to skip the holiday altogether so theirs will be the only house on their street without a frosty they're not going to host their annual Christmas bash they aren't even going to have a tree so they decide that they're going to go on this Caribbean cruise but then they discover sometimes skipping Christmas brings pretty significant consequences and for these guys it isn't even half as easy as they imagined so what i love about this book is it's pretty funny um john grisham is a classic modern beloved storyteller and he offers a really humorous look at the chaos and the frenzy that become a part of a lot of our holiday traditions um so there you go those are my big ones i've got one more that I want to talk about before we go called The Seven Days of Us. And I read this last year and I don't know about you, but I really enjoy books that have a lot of family drama. So think about like Family Stone, the movie where like they all come together, but they've all got like these shenanigans going on in their life, right? Or secrets. So in the book Seven Days of Us by Francesca Hornack, it's Christmas, and for the first time in years, the entire Birch family is going to be together. So it's, they, they're they never all together. But what I love about this book is it takes place during quarantine, like the big part of quarantine. And so one of the daughters, Olivia, has been a doctor, and she's been treating the pandemic all over the world as a doctor. And so she her partner tested positive and so she had to get out of there and so the only place that she could stay to quarantine was with her family so for the next seven days they're all locked down together cut off from the rest of everybody just like we were and so it's such this beautiful crazy look at to what other families were doing during covid um there's a younger sister phoebe who is really obsessed about her upcoming wedding and um 
Olivia, the uh, the doctor daughter, she's dealing with like the culture shock of the first world problems. And so it's really, really good. The dad has something going on. The mom has something going on. And they're all living in this house together. It is a really good book. I would give this personally a five-star holiday book, mostly because it also gives you such this beautiful look into quarantine, which I think is really cool. So those are the books, the holiday reads. I hope that of one of them, you will pull one out this holiday season and give it a read um, just to get you in the spirit. Remember, audiobooks count too. So audiobooks can be a great way. They have some Christmas music in the background or holiday music in the background. But I hope everyone um, enjoys these books. And I hope as you and your family move into the holiday season, that it's a beautiful season for you all. And I look forward to seeing everyone here at the library and talking to you in a couple of weeks. Have a great day and we'll see you soon. Take care.